is in the know for Tuesday, November 3, the 308th day of 2020. There are 58 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We have the latest COVID-19 numbers for you, but perhaps most importantly today, it has finally arrived. Election Day is here. We will cover the ballot. We will figure out uh, who you should vote for. We're, we're here to help you wherever we can. And we got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you jittery? Not really. You're not jittery mm-hmm. today? You've not been bracing. You've not been worried about today. Do you anxious, have anxiety? But so not you have, yeah, so, yeah, a little bit anxious. Okay, so I guess yeah. I thought maybe jittery was a little was okay. a subcategory of anxious. I thought you were headed into is that too much caffeine in the morning? Oh no, no, no not yeah. at all. Um, more than half of Americans have election jitters. Mm. Uh, Two thousand Americans sampled between the ages of eighteen and fifty six uh, evaluate their current mental health and say more than half, fifty five percent, believe today will be the tensest day yet this year. And we've had some tense days yes i mean we're in a pandemic so so. i would think we've been tense but that's but you have the pandemic underlying and then you build the build-up to today and the unknown and what's going to happen and so it's okay to be uh jittery today beach is on assignment today so calling out to the bullpen first baptist church litchfield knows him as wd40 worship and discipleship ministry their names Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Prospector in the North. Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Good morning, Yukon. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Great to be here. Where are your earmuffs? I saw your earmuffs you had yeah. on Saturday because it was cold. Your Yukon Cornelius earmuffs. They're right here. That are there. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta get right down to it. No, okay. okay. Sorry. Well, dispense with the pleasantries. Yes. Um, you, I'm going to say that you must have been very busy last Wednesday and Thursday, uh, because I didn't hear from you on a couple specific points that I felt like I would and should. I'm sorry. Uh, first Wednesday morning, actually Tuesday night, but it came to the show before the court on Wednesday morning. There was an objection filed on Tuesday evening on behalf of your better half. Uh, which uh, gave us photographic evidence that you had just flat out lied mm. on Tuesday morning that uh, you were not indeed watching uh, Hallmark Christmas movies with uh, your lovely bride. You were sleeping during the said Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. Objection. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so to be clear, though, you you didn't even attempt to defend yourself. Is that an indication that we just have you dead to rights? You like have not been watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Approach your honor. <laughs> you better redirect, I suppose. And then also something came up later on in the week. Well, I'm 
What is there something? Do you have something Look to say for yourself? Oh, I see. And uh, also, then we discovered key lime M and M's last week. Yeah, I did not hear that. And you apparently didn't hear it because when I mentioned them to you this morning, you gave some look, and I thought, uh, no, heavenly. Mm-hmm. So uh, key lime pie M and M's are. I did not hear uh, that, and I apologize, uh, but those do sound gross. Yeah. Well, so if it pleases the court, as Dennis's attorney, uh, who gets paid in snacks on the show, I would like to say that there is no date on the photo to prove that this was during the Hallmark movie. uh, And that, as I stated last week, Dennis did come back and be truthful with us off air and state that he was sleeping during the Hallmark movie. Yes. So. Uh, he was halfway uh, was, truthful. Was he being truthful? Or actually, I think he was trying to see if he had been found out because he said, have you all been asked by someone else about these Hallmark movies? Man. I think being a minister of the gospel, he was convicted of his on-air <laughs> lie and tried to make it right by partially <laughs> repenting to a, you know, a third of the audience. So, Hey, uh, for my closing argument. I'm your attorney. I wouldn't say much more <laughs> if I were you. <laughs> You get into I've always some, wanted to come you're getting into yeah, some yeah, legal so, gray area yeah. here. I didn't know uh, giving pictures of your spouse behind the scenes for a radio host was a thing. Well, it is now. Uh, it just you may would want to clear be, off your phone or it, hers. It would be some level. <laughs> it would be a level of indication of how seriously, uh, how egregious a crime she considered it to be that she had to throw a flag on the play. Uh, she just thought I was cute. Uh, that's what it was. Uh, Sonny, as the warm-up continues today throughout your election day, if we can get beyond today, we'll get back probably into the 70s. Uh, today will be a high of 64, mostly clear, 45 tomorrow night, mostly sunny, 69 for tomorrow. And then Thursday, we can look for extra clouds on Thursday, but the forecast remains dry through the week with temperatures climbing into the 70s into the weekend. Our next chance of rain arrives late Monday or into Tuesday of Next week, so looking pretty good. Lots of people at the polling place today. Uh, so just around the horn. Misty, have you voted? I went to vote at 10 after 6 this morning at the Center on Main, and the line was backed up to the top parking lot. So I, I didn't have time to get, okay. get it done, so I will after lunch. So you'll be back there at some point today. Is mm-hmm. that your normal polling place, or are no. you taking advantage of the polling place? I was place? just going to take advantage because it was across the biscuits and gravy I was picking up. I got it, okay. But my normal polling place is the All high right. school. Yukon, have you voted yet Yes, today? a week ago, Sarah and I voted early. And we waited about 30 minutes to do that. So. Okay. And I voted uh, absentee, So I and I have tracked my ballot yesterday. Mm-hmm. My ballot is back in the hands of the clerk. Of course, it was hand-delivered to the mm-hmm. uh, to the clerk's office so that, you know, it, it, we eliminated the mail leg on the backside. Mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, I guess, three different scenarios here. Misty is voting day of. Uh, Dennis, you're voting. You voted early, and I voted absentee. So we'll hopefully all of our votes count at the end of yes. the day. Uh, you can, by the way, if you did absentee vote, and you use the GoVoteKY.com uh, website to request that, if you just go back, that same link allows you to track. So you enter the last four digits of your social and your date of birth and your name, and it will tell you whether your ballot has made it back or not. So if you use the mail process, you can see whether it got back to the courthouse or not. And if it hasn't as of today... You are entitled, I know in a lot of states, I will presume in Kentucky, that a lot of states enable you to file a, a provisional ballot that if, you're, if, you're, um, if your ballot is missing today, a lot of states will enable you to do a provisional so that if your ballot never shows up for whatever reason, they'll count this one instead. I don't know the exact rules in Kentucky because 
there's not a 50-state solution for elections. There's a Each state is doing it a little bit differently, and um, we're kind of modifying the way that we're doing it on the fly. 48,000 new registered voters in Kentucky than uh, since the end of August. And I was even noticing that in Grayson County, over November of last year, I think more than 500 new registered voters are in the neighborhood of 500 registered voters. By percentage, over a 12-month period, that's a high number. And that's a big number for the total uh, registered voters that we have. So we'll start kind of local, you know, here at home. Uh, if you're standing in line or you're on your way to vote today, if you're a Litchfield resident and you're going to see some city council races, uh, you can select, uh, I think, up to six of those from the 12 that are on the ballot. Uh, the top six vote getters will uh, be your next, be your city council for the next two years in Litchfield. The Caneyville Clarkson and City uh, Caneyville and Clarkson Commission races are uncontested, and so just to go ahead as a side note, we're not tracking those vote totals for you this evening because they're inconsequential unless there's some major write-in candidacy afoot. You know, they're usually begging people to serve in these two communities. So mm-hmm. it's just extra extra numbers to have to sift through. So we'll not be following those. Same thing with some school board races in various districts. I think there are three of those that are on the ballot. There is a fourth district uh, fourth district constable position that's being uh, decided upon this evening. But then you've got, uh, you know, congressional race for the second congressional district. You've got the fifth senatorial district for the state of Kentucky. And you have the 18th legislative district for the uh, the House of Representatives in Frankfurt. And so that's on the ballot. And, of course, you have McGrath-McConnell and you have Trump-Pence at the top of the ballot, at the old top of the ticket. Now, across the state, you have all of Kentucky's congressional seats that are up for election today. Uh, Andy Barr is in a race with uh, challenger Josh Hicks. The rest of those races, John Yarmuth is going to hold on to his seat. Uh, Brett Guthrie is going to hold on to his seat. Hal Rogers is going to hold on to his seat. James Comer is going to hold on to his seat. So it's, uh, those are, are pretty much uh, already already known. The only one is going to be the Andy Barr race. That, that's in doubt. But the state legislature has an interesting race. I've not spent a lot of time in eastern Kentucky, but I understand that it's a little bit different than here in western Kentucky or central western Kentucky. There is a state senate race in eastern Kentucky featuring two candidates. The Democratic candidate is Johnny Ray Turner, and he's being challenged by Johnny Turner. Really? This is this yeah. is fun. So who are you voting for? Turner. All the way. Yeah. I'm yeah. voting for Turner. All the way. Johnny Turner. Yep. Johnny Turner. Now, here's the difference. J-O-H-N-N-Y and J-O-H-N-N-I-E. Oh. Oh. That'll get that. That will earn or lose you votes. And I don't know for yeah. a fact. The challenger could be a J-O-N-N-I-E, non-traditional spelling of Johnny could be a female candidate. That's I don't, true. I don't know that this is a man. This is this is guy versus guy. This mm-hmm. may be male Johnny versus mm-hmm. female Johnny. That would be easier. Then you could do like a pink or a blue bumper sticker to know which Turner you're voting for. You know how confusing you see yeah. Turner, uh, Turner signs around town. Mm-hmm. Who are you voting for? Turner. Yeah. Who's going to win? Turner. Daryl and my other brother Daryl. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So basically, you got to decide between Johnny Ray or Johnny. Yeah. So I'd go JRT if I was her or his count. Campaign yeah. manager. He's the incumbent. Yep. The Democrat, Johnny Ray. 
Turner and being challenged by Republican Johnny Turner, J-O-H-N-N-I-E. And I would so use the music from Dallas if I was doing the JR, <laughs> right? There's a Supreme <laughs> Court race campaign. being decided uh, in the Eastern uh, District of Kentucky. And then the two constitutional amendments. I kind of wish I had done. I kind of wish I had done constitutional one differently. I voted yes on both, and I'm pretty solid on my vote on the second one. On vote on on one, I'm still confused enough over Marcy's law, and the, I understand that it has good intentions, but I think it has complications and layers of um, resources that are required. And I, I just, I think if I, if I could do it over again, I think I would vote no on constitutional amendment one, mm-hmm. but not because I don't support the the idea as a premise. I'm just still unconvinced, and I'm still a little unclear on how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was too long to read again. <laughs> yep. I mean, Kentucky voted for this once and then it was struck down because it was too confusing, which doesn't bode well for us. <laughs> uh, it's You have to strike down all laws. If you strike down all the laws that are too confusing for me, going to be a thin law book. I don't get it. It's really free game at this point. You do you. <laughs> that's right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's um, let's look at a couple of things tonight. Be quiet, Alexa. She's been doing this a lot. She has. Okay. Should I unplug her? No, just let her be. She's boss. Not even. It's not even Thursday. Like Charlie Brown teacher. Okay, so keep an eye on a couple of states tonight. One, Arizona. Mm-hmm. All right, Arizona is vitally important. Maricopa County specifically, because once uh, the 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 state of Goldwater, the state of John McCain, used to be so red, 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 red. But Maricopa County is shifting a little bit, and then Jeff Flake who was in the Senate that locked horns with the president, left the Senate, went back to Arizona, has kind of crossed over, and he's for Biden. So if you, my point is this, is if a state of like Arizona can be turned in this election, it's pretty much all over. Because if like an Arizona is a have-to state for any Republican candidate, if you figure out a way to lose Arizona, it won't matter what happens in Ohio. It won't wow. matter what happens in uh, Pennsylvania. And the other thing is Arizona is an early voting state, and they've been queuing up votes for a couple of weeks. So the Arizona total, even though they're in a different time zone than us, are going to come in pretty quickly, and so it'll make a big splash on the electoral map on what color is it. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if, it's, if it figures out a way to be blue, just Turn the television off and go on to bed because it just it can't work. Now, beyond that, Ohio. Ohio hasn't lost the presidential uh, – Ohio hasn't lost its vote in the presidential race in 56 years. So you also pretty much have to have Ohio. But if you lose Florida, you he's uh, – the president is in danger in Georgia if you follow the polling. And so there is a path to victory, but it's going to have to thread an important needle. But there are a couple of litmus test states out there that it gives you a state like Arizona gives you a revelation of the heart condition of what conservative, those moderate conservative voters decided Mm -hmm. leading into this election. And so uh, I, I mean, I'll just tell you, I voted for Donald Trump. But if President Trump loses, he will have himself to blame. 
he will have himself. To, he did not have to be as mean and snarky and snide as he has been. Now, to be clear, I voted for to to have him reelected. But if he loses, it won't be my fault. It will be his fault because he didn't gain anything by being so ugly. Yeah. And here in Kentucky, we have a perfect example of a person who lined up with our political conservative ideas as a governor who was ugly or painted as ugly, and we sent him home. So that's not going to happen in Kentucky, but you can use the Kentucky example for what could happen nationwide. Yeah. Do you think you find out tonight who the next president is? I think enough votes will be in. We will. Um, the president better hope that we don't know until late tonight. Mm -hmm. If it's an early call, it's bad for President Trump. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's the other thing I would say about President Trump. Again, I would have, I would rather have a country that operates under his leadership than than the way that it's going to operate under a, a under the Biden leadership. But if it is a, um, if it is obvious that the American people have said that President Trump is not to repeat another four-year term, the grace in which he handles himself over the next two months is going to be vitally important for how his presidency is viewed long-term. Mm -hmm. Because if he continues, it, it, you know, this transfer of power, our nation is bigger than Donald Trump. Our nation is bigger than me. Our nation is bigger than Joe Biden. Our nation is bigger than one election. But we have a constitution and we have a peaceful transfer of power. We have this on record for, you know, for hundreds of years on how to do this. And so, but if you, if it's obvious that the people have spoken and you are, and you have lost, then you must, you must act with some decorum and move along because the people have spoken. If the, re if we can prove some level of, you know, if the election is truly illegitimate, then that would be different. But, I just, for all the good that has been done, you stand to allow your credibility to erode even more yeah. if you act like a child on your way out the door. Yeah, your legacy is the only thing you have at this point. Th Protect that's right. It. And so, but I mean, who knows? Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't worry about that. Bow out gracefully. They're just. Yeah. You just, won't. Neither one will. And and I, and I, I am probably more afraid of the outcry on either side than I am. The results of the mm -hmm. the election tonight. Sure. And I'm very concerned about the results of the election. The real winners tonight are probably the lawyers. <laughs> you know, yeah. Around yeah, the country. We're going to build about 3,800 hours next year. They get to litigate this. <laughs> Either side of this. Governor Bashir says 1,032 new cases of coronavirus confirmed in Kentucky yesterday. Three new deaths. 6.25% positivity rate. Uh, 988 patients hospitalized, 270 in ICU, 2,076,000 tests. Grayson County numbers continue to be troubling, 34.6 per 100,000 per capita. And um, Ooh, Hart County. Are they yeah, still Hart having County fairs still, over there? Uh, they're having, they're having <laughs> you know, something. The longest county fair ever. Uh, that that having, has to be what's going on to have an 80.3%. Must be having spit at one another contest wow. or something. Is like, stop sharing the pie. Yeah. At uh, K105.com this morning, you can read about Clarkson Chief Buck Meredith arresting a driver after she admits to drinking and smoking meth before driving with her child in the car. I think somebody's been into the Halloween makeup. Wow. 
Best I can uh, tell. I hope. This was Saturday evening. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was not yesterday. Still there. No, okay. it was not yesterday. All right. Okay. And a suspicious blaze heavily damages the large falls of rough home. You can read about that. K105.com this morning. What else do you need to know about? Uh, oh, uh, maybe we'll get to it this morning. We're running a little bit late. But I have been, uh, you know, I've got minions everywhere. And I got some people who have supplied me with a list of things overheard in the voting line this morning. Oh, people were standing in line, and I had a person jotting down some of the things overheard in the voting line this morning, and I'll try to get to those before the show is over today. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Middle. Today is election day. It is sandwich day today. Oh, oh. that sounds so good. Thank you, Earl of Sandwich. Ooh. Bread. I remember bread. <laughs> you know what I don't have that I kind of from time to time crave? We don't have a panini press. So mm. I'm a big toaster. Like when I have a sandwich, I just throw, I like I use the toast. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. gives it that little crunch to it. But sometimes I look at it and think, ah, you need a panini press is mm-hmm. what you need. All you got to do is set the George Foreman right beside your bed right. so that in the morning you could wake up to that and get that George Foreman grill. Okay. And, and turn that the, on. This is the point where I, uh, this is the part where I point out, nor do I have a George Foreman grill. So it doesn't. Uh, Christmas gift. I can probably procure a panini press for less money than I can procure a George <laughs> Foreman grill. Hey, buddy, you just wait for the K105 Christmas party. <laughs> wait for the big year ender? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, by the way, the sandwich is invented by the Earl of Sandwich, and he was a compulsive gambler. He didn't want to leave the gaming table long enough to eat, and so he had them invent a sandwich that could be held in one hand while he continued to gamble. I love so it. Smart, right? And Heroes. It is. <laughs> it is. Get it? Cliche. Uh-huh, I got it. Sorry. Get it, Dagwood. Mm. I, m- the most. An- today is cliche day. Or actually, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's cliche day. Here are a couple of the uh, most annoying cliches. I, we talked about this earlier this week. The to be honest, mm, mm. which President Trump turns into if you want to know the truth. Yeah. To be honest, if you want to know the truth. Threw me under the bus. It is what it is. I'm not joking. With all due respect, bite the bullet, par for the course, running up the flagpole. I say a lot of those. All (laughs) on the list of most. Those aren't my most annoying cliches. That was Uh a a list. I'm not saying they're not annoying. I'm just saying that it wasn't my list. You took my daily dialogue away. Right. I can't. I feel. (laughs) Nothing left. Handcuffed now. I have nothing to say. Now you're just a mime. I got it. Uh, this news story did jump out at me today. Um, it asks the question, when should you put up your Christmas tree this year? September 25th? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you just have to think about this, guys. The tree symbolizes joy, peace, tranquility, uh, a better version of yourself. Focuses on the real reason of the season and, and let's do it as early as possible, but go ahead with whatever, whoever wrote that. Go ahead. 
(laughs) According to the author of this story, throughout childhood, Black Friday meant more to me than holiday shopping. Thanksgiving was over, and it was time to brave the attic and dust off my favorite box, our Christmas tree. It wasn't until I got older that I realized not everyone does the same thing and that some even wait until Christmas Eve to decorate their tree. Wow. Would that make you happier? No, it no. would not make okay. me happier. So I, I'm stuck on what Dennis said, that it, it represents you. Like, I'm a big, fat, scratchy thing. Like, uh, it's a reflection of me. I'm confused no, you're, about what you're the bright tree. and glittery. Oh. <laughs> and you bring joy. <laughs> big, fat, and scratchy. Hey. I got it. Okay. I did not say that. <laughs> no, I no. Misty said that no, you were saying No, I just heard you say her. it's a representation of you. And I'm like. Well, and, you know, <laughs> joy Mm. Joy. No, you said it brings joy. Okay, so you have some right after wieners. <laughs> yeah. And if you're the cookhouse, you're before wiener. Yeah. Like I don't like this terminology. This is add that to the <laughs> list. Add that. Write that down. Right after Halloween, because apparently Thanksgiving doesn't need its own decor. Yeah, where do you put all of the? Where, it's in the dining room. By the way, wherever you wherever you bought all your Christmas decor, they also have Thanksgiving decor. If you just want to buy it. Oh, really? Uh, many people put it up on December first. So it's a full month. Some people do it with the advent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, somewhere between December 22nd and Christmas Eve, this was more of the tradition when we were using live trees or trees that have been cut. The yeah. advent of the artificial tree has elongated this season to where some people do it on September the 25th. Yes. It's great. Imagine doing that with a live tree. I know. How, yeah. how wonderful. Your house would smell like cedar for 12 months. <sighs> <laughs> You're taking me back. Would and, you leave a trip all year long if it was just you at your house? You know what? I would probably have a tree in every room decorated with a different theme. <laughs> okay, Cook family, when will the tree come down? Yeah. Probably mid-January. Wow. So that's about when we will take ours down because we go Black Friday really until... The New Year's is over. It's almost that MLK holiday mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, like the college football championship is over. Like in the, it, just the the season is buttoned up right uh-huh. there mm-hmm. from the day after Thanksgiving till MLK weekend, and that's when the tree will come down. But you started on September the twenty fifth. I know, and your takedown date is the same as ours. That's a lot of dates. Uh, that's a lot of tree. I tell you what. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. If you say so. It's all good. Uh, Santa Claus, Indiana has revealed their post office holiday postmark for 2020. It's kind of a throwback. Okay. Uh, if you nice. want to, you can send a piece of mail to Santa Claus, Indiana. They will Cute. postmark it for you. You have to put it in an envelope addressed to them, and then they'll postmark it and send it back. So there you go. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say mm-hmm. maybe it was a middle school contest. Sure. In 43? <laughs> yeah, it does, look, it does kind of look like it's, 1943. Yeah, but, um, I mean, when they do it every year. You know what it was made to... with? An Etch-A-Sketch. Look at it. It, it had See, to have been very little... easily been an Etch-A-Sketch. Well, apparently it was by SW. Whoever SW is. Holiday shopping is predicted to be strong, especially in areas unusually high levels of home improvement and renovations. Oh, yeah. Also, outdoor equipment is very big. The bike industry is seeing something, is seeing good growth this year. Uh, camping, <laughs> RVs. Look at that picture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, I can't see as much of it as you all can. Oh, yeah, there he is. There's the big man. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to buy things that will yeah. help us isolate ourselves from people. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, you're, you're our culinary expert. That's correct. Um, as you prepare for snack time, I do want to, uh, I guess, propose a hypothesis to people about the meal kits. Misty, are you familiar with, like, the HelloFresh mm-hmm. and the other meal kits? Yeah, we've used two different kinds before. We used the HelloFresh for a while. Mm-hmm. and um, I've also tried Blue Apron. Yeah, you did try Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort of okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Um, I think this is going to be very popular for this year for people that maybe mm-hmm. you're not traveling long distances and so you don't quite know how to handle it. I will tell you the one good thing about living where we live is that um, when you shop at the store, your options are pretty narrow. Mm-hmm. Like there aren't a lot of more exotic type of spices yeah. and yeah. Uh, different types of vegetables and things. And so by using a service to have them shipped to you, it gives you some options that you might not otherwise have. Dennis, how would you counsel your daughter who is you know, off to a culinary start? Sure. Are meal kits okay or do they cut the culinary tech technician out of the equation? Yeah, we definitely don't want to purchase those things. <laughs> Okay. Oh, is that too forward? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I just I think you're right. I think it takes the love out of it, the the experience out of it as a family because Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas, the holiday times when you're together as a family, it's not about just unwrapping something that you got at a store or got in the mail. It's about mamaw cooking and you smelling it and you know that she's been in there so long fixing Fixing food for everyone because that's that's like her hospitable gift to everyone. So you you don't get the same experience, the same effect. So I'd say no way on the box of food. It's not pre-cooked and pre-made for you. They just send you the ingredients with the recipe so that you can come together and cook it. Oh, but still, I I just don't think – I still think you need to go to the store – and fight people for the last box of stuff. <laughs> That's where I wanted to get you. Uh, okay. Punches okay. have to right. be thrown before it's a real thing. The real revelation. We've yes. arrived at the real yes. revelation. But, 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 but once you start changing things and making them fancier, <laughs> it doesn't taste the same and you won't like them. Okay. All right, snack time. Come on. Let's go. All right. Uh, we have three options I for you. I assume M&M key lime, key lime pie M&Ms are not in the offing today. I'm sorry. I was working very hard that day at the office during your show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, uh, so I have three options for you today, all of which are fun options for you that I think the general public would love to go out and purchase. First off, the yellow snack. I'll have some of the yellow. I'll have some of the yeller. Mm-hmm. The yellow snack is a breakfast delicacy from America, also known as the Kellogg's Eggo Blueberry Waffle Cereal. Mm, these are good. Tastes like blueberry. Ooh, I, I miss love cereal. No, oh, I miss cereal. Yeah, mm, a, a hint of blueberry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not too much sugar because I don't like the sugary. Cereal. Lego, my ego. Hey, there's a sweet, mm. crunchy taste to it. This is really just a honeycomb with a blueberry taste. That's what the picture says. Honeycomb's yep. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those okay. are really good. Yeah, not bad. Blueberry-flavored honeycomb. I'd rather have them as a snack and not in milk as cereal because they'll get soggy and they'll lose the crunch. That's good. It's good. That's good. Blueberry Eggo cereal, thumbs up. Next, next we have a donut Mm. that I forget what kind it is, Sam. Thank you. This is the Mm. Hostess Hot Cocoa and Marshmallow Mini Donut. Limited edition. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. from last Christmas. 
<laughs> How is it? <laughs> this, is, this is bag 47 of 5,000. Limited yes. Yes. groceries yeah. all your needs. Yes. 5,000 for the Litchfield distribution. <laughs> These are good. Those are pretty good. These are good. Mm-hmm. These are good. I love donuts, too. I, I don't do like donuts like this, and this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I don't mm-hmm. get the marshmallow. I get the cocoa. That glaze on it, I think, is supposed to be the marshmallow. I'm okay. Right. Less marshmallow, the better, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, I only like marshmallow burned. <sighs> so trying not to judge right now. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing that I brought is a um, very unique holiday treat. This is a candy cane. I asked you specifically <laughs> if this was a Thanksgiving candy cane, mm-hmm. and you said no. So just go ahead. Don't call it a holiday a holiday candy cane. Go ahead and call it a Christmas one. You're dying look, to. Look at that. 12 <laughs> Oreo-flavored candy canes to celebrate Christmas. Typically, mm. I'm not a big candy cane lover. I hate candy cane. Yeah, thank you. So these aren't bad. Uh, Are you choking? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> don't die. We don't have CPR. <laughs> the new CPR. I can do the old stay in a live CPR. Oh. That's so sick. You didn't like it? I'm sorry. Okay. Sam, the rest are yours. You did like this, Dennis? I did not. No, no he almost no, died over mine, here. Mine's it. on my plate. It came back out. Did you taste this before you brought it here? I never tasted anything. I was making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure that you, you didn't already know that it was terrible. Oh, my goodness. It's not that bad. I just don't like hard candy like that. I think I'll let go like Mayago. Yeah, the I don't like hard candy. Like, I just don't like. I don't either. I, I Give me the regular candy cane any day. Okay, so since I've ruined my keto diet with this donut, I'm going to have a sandwich today. <laughs> I'm have all hey! is, but is it going to be a panini? <laughs> That's the question. I'm, I'm going to have all the sandwiches, so mm-hmm. yes, there will be a panini in All there. of the sandwiches. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and one last thing on the way to break. Cinnabon Ooh. is rolling out a perfect pancake kit for the ultimate Christmas breakfast. That sounds great. I love Cinnabon. So it'll be available to you. Apparently, it's twelve ninety eight. Kit, another kit. We gotta get to a break. <laughs> Come back. Have plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. The wake up early. Do a little studying. Take the dog out. Finish that audio book until the very end. Finish that workout. Then stop by McDonald's for breakfast and somehow manage to do it all before that ten a.m. meeting meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Like a savory sausage biscuit and hash browns bundle or sausage McMuffin and hash browns bundle for just $2 each. Price and participation may vary. Not be combined with cobble here. This is Amy McGrath, and you might have heard Mitch McConnell's ad using a recording of my voice, but it's doctored audio. He refuses to release the whole recording. When you see or hear those ads... Just know that Senator McConnell is cutting out my words and lying to you. He spent 35 years in the Washington swamp, but I took an oath as a Marine and as a national security advisor to always tell the truth. So let me set the record straight. As a mom with three young children, I strongly oppose late-term abortions, and I'm a long way from the far left. I spent 20 years serving our country in the Marine Corps. I've been a registered independent, and I'm married to a lifelong Republican. I was raised by my parents to believe in God and to find a way to serve. It's why I'm running for Senate, because we need more outsiders to drain the swamp. I approve this message because, Senator McConnell, the swamp is you. Paid for by Amy McGrath for Senate. 
Cormark Kentucky has immediate job openings for night warehouse shifts. If you're highly motivated, seeking a family-friendly environment, Cormark Kentucky has full, part, and temporary time positions available with competitive wages, incentives, benefits, vacation, and a fun work atmosphere. Cormark Kentucky offers you a four-day work week. That's three days off a week. Call a recruiter now at 270-259-9341 or apply online at careers.cormark.com. Cormark is an equal opportunity employer. Community Trust Bank is pleased to announce that all of our branch office lobbies are now open during regular business hours. We remain committed to the health and safety of our communities and are committed to maintaining a safe environment for both our employees and our customers. The drive through at all of our branches remain open during regular business hours. You can also make an appointment with our staff by calling your local branch. For location, hours, and phone number of your local branch, please visit our website, ctbi.com. Community Trust Bank, building communities built on trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Kentucky, it's time to reconnect. That's right. Connect, the name that brought affordable, quality health coverage to every Kentuckian, is back. And now there's more to the story. The new Connect is also your simple, one-stop entry to a whole host of benefits and resources for you and your family. And like before, just go to connect.ky.gov to get started. We're all in this together. And for a healthier, happier Kentucky, things are definitely looking up. Connect, together for a better Kentucky. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side is stocked full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. K105 Weather is brought to you by Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. Twin Lakes Weather. As it stands now, there is no chance for any rainfall for the rest of the week, the weekend, and perhaps early next week. So a long stretch of dry weather coming our way. It also means warm weather as well. We start to warm things up even this afternoon. The sunshine high of 64, well into the 60s tomorrow. The way for news from Tracker Team, I mean, you're all just flying dead. A company always on the run. A destiny. Oh, it's the rising sun. Did you know Captain Crunch's full name? Is Horatio Magellan Crunch. I like it. Dennis's mind is officially blown. I just want to call him Jello. So how come well, he how come he's a cereal if his name is Jello? I mean not everybody I mean like his wife and kids can't call him Captain. No. no they gotta have a name, so it's Horatio Magellan. Uh, I don't know. Crunch. I don't know. <laughs> I Does don't your family know. call you Captain? Sir. Or they call you preacher. <laughs> no. Preacher man. Hey. Preacher man. Hey, look for my phone cord. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's my name, hey. Hey. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, great. I'll, uh, That's hey. what the... I want you to feel comfortable when you're here, so I'll make yeah, sure you start hey, doing absolutely. that as, uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, we have a list of celebrities who are voting for the first time today. Oh, good. That you Let's... may or may not care about. Uh, Selena Gomez. Ryan Reynolds, Snoop Dogg, Kelsey Ballerini, uh, Tyler the Creator, Courtney Stodden, don't know who that is, Greg Sulkin, 
and um, Kanye West. That's who I'm voting for. <laughs> Go Cayenne Pepper! That was one of the things overheard in the voting line this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm lined up for Kanye again. <laughs> <laughs> who is on the screen? We're not for sure. I don't know who that is. Okay. But Sam apparently likes her. <laughs> Sam? <laughs> this is not your personal <laughs> vessel of sharing celebrity crushes. NBC will keep Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show through at least 2021. Ugh. Uh, his current contract runs through the end of 2021 after the network extended the deal in August 2015 for an additional three and a half years. However, the Tonight Show is no longer the ratings leader that it used to be. Mm-hmm. Recently, Fallon's show has been beaten in the overnights by The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel Live. And there is a very, very simple explanation for this, <laughs> Mr. Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Say it. One of the reasons that Jay Leno was always number one is because Jay Leno didn't think there was a hole in the middle of the country. Jay Leno played well in Kansas City. He played well in Omaha. He played well in Louisville. But he also played well on the coast. His brand of humor was humorous no matter where you were. And the moment that Jimmy Fallon started chasing the Donald Trump comedy, he lost the middle of the country, and that's when you lost being number one. That's right. And so you were handed a Cadillac, and now you're driving a Yugo. Smart car. Or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> the talk. I don't know where your court is. Eve is leaving the show after four seasons saying this is one of the hardest decisions. Uh, okay, I'm going to need no, don't two know things. Who, don't, need, <laughs> no, don't know who Eve is. What is the talk? Uh, the talk is a television show on CBS, I think, at 2 o'clock Central Time in the Sharon afternoon. Osborne Sharon Osborne, uh, Melissa Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Melissa um, Gilbert. No, oh, Little Gilbert. House on the Prairie? No, yeah. the other Gilbert. No. Sarah. Sarah Gilbert. No, I'm not for sure. I know. Yeah, Sarah I know Gilbert. Sharon the one is. who was on Roseanne. Oh, definitely. Yeah, play the middle daughter. I'm so interested. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, you watch a lot of daytime television, I know. <laughs> yes. It comes on after your soaps. Dennis, have you seen the hockey player smashing through the glass? No, but I love During it. the goal celebration? This looks like what would happen to me if I were playing <laughs> hockey. Okay. And uh, so this is not supposed to happen, by the way. So he celebrates, goes up, hits the goal, boom, <laughs> and goes crashing through the glass <laughs> into Dang, the yeah, that's not supposed to happen. And he goes, uh, he went yard. That is shattered, awesome. Shattered the glass. Yeah. Send is it he around. Okay? Uh, yeah, he climbed what back in the rank about? and it's like, boom. Is he bleeding? Oh. Yeah, that is the modern day Kool Aid man right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. And it comes big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, at least he has a oh, helmet sorry. on. That's why it's okay. Oh, yeah. And um, by the way, I'm not, I'm not going to play it because I refuse to play Christmas music oh. early. But Dennis, you uh, you've had a big release this week. Yeah, that's right. With Fear Not, which I've had the pleasure of hearing. Yeah, thank you. Made me feel a little uncomfortable because it's a Christmas song and it wasn't <laughs> Christmas when I listened to it. But uh, where, can we find it? Is it available now? Yeah, you can go to my Facebook. My Facebook is public Dennis Cook or Cook Ranch Music on Facebook, and came out November first because I have a lot of worship ministry friends who are doing planning right now for December, and mm-hmm. they may need a heads up on some new stuff and. It's free for anybody that wants to play it in worship or sing it. I have sheet music and a soundtrack available, but 
This is about the angels' visits to Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds, and a unique take on the the scripture that we all know and love about uh, the coming of Jesus. Very good. It it could be playing right here. If it weren't November 3rd, this would have been a perfect segue for you to talk about it and then me play it right here. No, but just, it's November 3rd, which is, it's, listen, when you make a Thanksgiving song, let me know and I'll play it. All right, give me a minute. <laughs> I do love this music, though. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Hey, if you've been married... MB's point to ponder for today. What's the most tech illiterate thing that you've seen someone do. Now we have all this technology around us now uh-huh. made to make it convenient for us. But yet there are some of those among us who have a hard time adapting to the new way of doing things. So, uh, Misty, you, you, you almost blinked as if you had something that immediately came to mind. Yeah, it's, so there's just some unwritten social media rules. So I always find it kind of comical when the older generation who have made their way to social media want to share things that are odd or awkward, like I'll post a new profile picture and then somebody will share it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right. It's an odd. It's not like, like I'm, I'm making a political statement. Thank or I'm you. But I didn't the world really need words, your help. Yeah. But or something funny. But they share the things like that wasn't shareable. That was, <laughs> it wasn't you know? really yours to share. It's yeah. mine to share. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Dennis, anything I, come to mind? Yeah. I have a friend, a close personal friend who is stuck in the AOL era of internet (laughs) and this friend of mine still goes to map quest and prints off directions or looks (laughs) please do not don't throw me under the bus with christy here i've I've made it i've made up with her we're fine our christy oh i'm sorry she just recently confessed she She still prints our map quest print out maps yeah yeah. it's no offense to christy who sits in this seat but (laughs) or uses an atlas i'm just saying that's my friend atlas (laughs) Yeah, I. So this friend who uses AOL, when you part company with them, do you say goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs> I usually deliver mail and say, "You've got mail. <laughs> You've got mail." That's Hello, the way it should work. <laughs> I have a. I have someone within my uh, Kentucky Broadcasters Association board family, uh, varying demographics. You know, you got some yeah. of the elder statesmen of the industry, got uh, some that are younger. If I'm considered younger, and. Uh, I, I know of one person who prints out emails. All of them? Yes. Like, we'll have a folder, you know, of, of, of categorized by folder. So if there's a KBA-related email, it has to be printed out and then put in a file folder, to which I would just... There's been part of me who wants to offer about organization of email on how to create folders, and but then I think, no, that's a tip of the iceberg thing. I think if I start there, it's going to be a full-time job trying to convert this person mm-hmm. over to more tech, uh, technologically oh, friendly ways of that doing That wore me out. Yeah. <laughs> Just, can you Just imagine, though? Can you imagine the amount of paper and toner and that you Do go through to print Do they think once they emails? hit the X, it's gone forever? So I better print it. Maybe. 
Good grief. It's still on your deleted messages. <laughs> Apparently, they don't have any toddlers in their life to teach them yeah. how email works. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing overheard in the voting line today. Presidents are temporary, but email and Wu-Tang are forever. Are forever. <laughs> where did you vote? <laughs> it doesn't matter where I vote. Well, I'm just asking a personal <laughs> question live on there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where I voted. Also heard, is this the line for the McRib? Oh, oh. It's already forming. After your oh, yeah. whole introduction of it yesterday, people are literally waiting in line. Dennis, are you excited about the McRib coming no, back sir. for the first time in eight years? No, sir. I didn't know it was coming back. But Neither no, am sir. I, Dennis. You're, an, you're anti-McRib? I've never had a McRib in my entire life. Good really? for you. Good for Misty's you. Misty's never had a Big Mac. No, I haven't Mis- had a McRib. I haven't had a Big Mac either. Mystery <gasps> really? meat. Yeah. Thank you. Virtual. There's no mystery meat in a Big Mac. Uh, McRib. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1936. I was going to tell you what's on television tonight, but if you can't figure it out, I hope you didn't vote. In 1930. <laughs> Is it the talk thing again? <laughs> yes, it's Eve with her departure hey, speech Eve. from yeah. the talk. This date in 1936, President Franklin D. Roosevelt won a landslide election victory over Alfred Landon. In 1900, the first automobile show in the United States opened at New York's Madison Square Garden. In 1911, the Chevrolet Motor Car Company was founded in Detroit. Lyndon B. Johnson defeated Barry Goldwater this date in 1964. Bill Clinton defeated George H.W. Bush this date in 1992. George W. Bush claimed re-election over John Kerry this date in 2004. Birthdays today. Former uh, Massachusetts governor and uh, presidential candidate Michael Dukakis is 87 today. Shadow Stevens is 74. Roseanne is 68. Dennis Miller is 67. Adam Ann is 66. Phil Sims, NFL quarterback, television commentator from Lebanon, Kentucky, is 65 today. Kendall Jenner is 25 today. Is Kendall the youngest of that group, mm-hmm. Misty? Uh, no, I think Kylie's younger Kylie's than younger than Kendall. Okay. Gone but not forgotten. Stephen F. Austin, born this date in 1793, the principal founder of Texas's capital city. Bob Feller, Major League Baseball pitcher, born this date in 1918. I have an autographed baseball of Bob Feller in my Ooh. office. Charles Bronson, born this date in 1921. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1953. Did I mention 1953? You did. This is O by Pee Wee Hunt. Okay, all right. I didn't know Pee Wee was a recording artist. I had no idea. Pretty good ball player. Childhood friend of mine. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Is Globy playing the brass instrument? The muted trumpet. We're we're holding it on. We're holding on for the long ride. Was there going to be some lyrics to that? I don't. I don't. At this point, I'm not sure I'm ready to continue to find out. Sarah, they were playing our song, baby. Pull the (laughs) ripcord. Hey, uh, speaking of Sarah, I saw your all's photograph. How was Treat Street? It was amazing. On Saturday. We loved being able to do that for the community, just completely reinventing that for folks who didn't have many options. And we had a great turnout. So thanks to everybody who came out. Yeah, I thought it it looked looked great. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you all did that. Uh, 1962 was the year. You broke my heart. Oh. 
going to do a song like that, Dennis? Yeah. Oh, no. I was just checking out those moves. I think they stole those from me. <laughs> you, do, you, do you need to hire your attorney again? I can really shake them down myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what that meant. Uh, are you a choreographer in your free time that we didn't know about? We'll see. Maybe. Share number one in 71. I don't think that song. I don't. I don't think we could get by with that song in 2020. I don't think that's something anybody needs to remake as a, as a new song. Mm-mm, no. But I mean, maybe. Let's go to 1980. The one, the only. It's a good old boy. Waylon Jennings was at the top. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know they were making their way the only way they know how. Yeah, yeah. they're doing the best they can. You know, fun fact about Waylon, he uh, was on the soundtrack and starred in the Sesame Street major motion picture classic, Follow That Bird. <sighs> well, that's a deep cut of a piece of trivia. <laughs> Look it up. Thank you very much. Back to take that. Rock set, listen to your heart, number one in 89. Shania Twain, Honey, I'm Home in 98. Colby Calais, Bubbly in 2007, and The Weeknd, Starboy, number one, four years ago today. Thanks for coming in, Dennis. My pleasure. Thanks for having Good me. Good to see you, as as always. And, Misty, make sure you get your vote in today. Do I need to tell you who to vote for? No. Okay. You got it taken care of? I am I am letting other people know how to vote. De- Dennis made fun of my shirt today about the color. Not made fun, but pointed out the color of my shirt, and I said, I bleed blue, but I vote red. There you go. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB.